Well, uh, I think the results are an indication of what the people want. Uh, we see how the outcome of the different parties succeeding or not succeeding is definitely an indication of what the people uh, thought. I think the division between uh, the right or the left or uh, those who wanted Bibi as prime minister as opposed to wanted Yair Lapid as prime minister is an indication of which side came more prepared for the election. Uh, they, they were right, definitely were more prepared. They came uh, more united, less parties, and no vote got uh, wasted. Whereas on the other side, uh, we saw that uh, the big division, the fact that they didn't have a schemeo de fim in between them, uh, brought to the fact that quite a lot of uh, votes were wasted, and that's the outcome of the difference in the members of Knesset between the two sides. So what are your expectations then from this incoming government? Um, I would say that as a, a resident in this country, as a mayor of a city, I would like to see the government or the coalition managing to form a government that can function and that can represent the whole of the uh, people of Israel. I think one of the lessons to be learned from the previous uh, government is that if you think that you have managed to form a coalition, you can ignore uh, everybody who is not in the coalition or is not represented in the coalition is a uh, definitely a, 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 a predicting failure because then you have half of the people feeling that they're not represented and their representatives in the uh, parliament, in the Knesset, and the opposition will do everything in their power in order to make sure that the coalition falls. We want a coalition that will manage to govern for a, a reasonable long period of time, preferably four years, that they will be able to manage and govern. And for that, they need to understand that they need to take into account also the people who are not represented in the coalition. Do you expect this new government to uh, extend Israeli sovereignty to at least parts of Judea and Samaria? Uh, unfortunately, I think that that opportunity, at least for the moment, has passed. It was something that was relevant uh, to discuss and expect during the Trump administration. Uh, with Biden in the White House, I don't think there's any potential of such a thing uh, moving forward. And I think also within your question, you're indicating something which was in the past and wasn't accepted by the same, some of the parties who are going to form the next coalition. Uh, there was a, an option to uh, extend sovereignty um, or apply Israeli law over parts of Judea and Samaria. And because it wasn't over the whole area, uh, there were people who opposed it from the right. And I don't think that they will be in, in support of such an initiative uh, today, even though it's not really feasible. That being the case, then, presumably permission for large-scale um, expansions of Jewish communities throughout Judea and Samaria would, would be a top priority for you? I think we need to understand that in Judea and Samaria today, there are over half a million Jewish people uh, who have needs. Uh, and uh, these uh, towns and cities in Judea and Samaria have got youngsters who want to live next to their parents, we know that there are new immigrants who want to come and live in these areas. And the government definitely needs to understand that there is a need for these towns and cities to be able to expand and provide for the people who want to live in them. Having said that, we definitely are aware that in the White House there is an administration at the moment that's against it. And therefore, the issues should be balanced in a way that, on the one hand, we can promote those things, and on the other hand, 
uh, not uh, get the American administration into a position that they're opposing it uh, so dramatically that it can uh, harm the state of Israel. And illegal Palestinian construction um, in Area C particularly, which is under full Israeli control, some of it funded by um, the European Union. Do you expect the new government to clamp clamp down on this in a more um, dramatic fashion? I think what we see as illegal buildings happening uh, by Palestinians in Area C is definitely troubling. It's troubling for the mere reason that... um, This construction is taking place with no uh, city planning, with no connection to infrastructure, with not seeing uh, how it's going to influence the future, and just basically with a desire to create facts on the ground. Uh, My argument uh, against also some of my peers is uh, very clear and simple. If we really want sovereignty, if we really believe that we should govern Judea and Samaria, then just as we're expecting to have housing solutions for our communities, we need to understand that they have uh, housing issues for their people and there should be a master plan as to where the Jews can build, where the Arabs can build. So the thing, the, the housing issue, the building issue is something in control and not something which is out of control like we see at the moment. Um, talking on the micro level now, you are mayor of Efrat, of course, one of the largest communities across the Green Line. Last week there was a, a petition to the High Court over... Um, building, expanding your community on a hilltop. Briefly tell our listeners what that was about and uh, has there been a decision yet? Uh, There hasn't been a decision yet. Um, It's a a bit of a... uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but this issue has been brought to the Supreme Court uh, for at least five or six times, each time with a slightly different argument. Uh, So far, these claims have been uh, dismissed. And my prediction at the moment is, of course, we're waiting for the verdict of the judges. But I don't think this case is going to be any different than uh, other cases. It's a matter of Israel, uh, Israeli government, after exploring the land and making sure that it is state land, wanting to redeclare it as a state land. This is going back to the Ottoman land registry, which is 500 years old. Uh, and different claims by different uh, people, different organizations, are trying to um, postpone the expansion of uh, Efrat, and I hope that the judges will make the right decision and we'll be able to see uh, the development carrying on very soon. Finally, um, your community, Efrat, has um, an image of a a relatively moderate um, community um, in Judea and Samaria, part of that due to yourself, of course. Um, Were you surprised by the election results, which showed, correct me if I'm wrong, that Almost a half of your uh, community, the residents in Efrat, voted for the religious Zionist party led by Smotrich and Ben Gavir? No, I can't say I was uh, surprised by the results. I know the people of Efrat, I know their political views, uh, but I also know what were the options. Uh, and we went into elections with, uh, if you are a, a supporter of a right-wing uh, government, you weren't left with too many uh, options. Uh, There was either voting for the Likud or voting for the religious Zionist list. Uh, In the past, uh, the party led by Bennett uh, got almost the same percentage, almost 50% of the votes. Uh, Ayelet Chaked was running that party uh, these elections, but I think uh, the residents of Efrat being uh, disappointed with the behavior of their party and with the belief that they're not going to pass the threshold 
really had a choice of uh, two parties, either voting for uh, the Likud or voting for the religious Zionists. Uh, if they weren't really that satisfied with uh, Netanyahu, if they weren't really thinking that Netanyahu is a right-wing enough, then uh, they didn't have too many options. And that's basically the outcome of the results of the elections in the front.